Welcome to episode number 57 of the Connected Aircraft Podcast. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Today is Tuesday, April 27th, and on this episode, I'll be speaking with Tina Tassari. She is the Vice President of Customer Experience at Finnair. But first, a brief update on the next installment of our Connected Aviation Intelligence webcast series. Our next webcast for Connected Aviation Intelligence is coming up on Thursday, April 29th. We have two different sessions scheduled for that day. The theme of our two sessions for the 29th is artificial intelligence and machine learning in air travel. The first session will feature speakers from Clue, Axinome, and Global Eagle, and that will be followed by a case study given by the lead data scientist for Schiphol Airport in the Netherlands, Check out the podcast notes for a link to register to both of these free live sessions on Thursday, April 29th. You don't want to miss that. So on this episode, I recently caught up with Tina Tassari. She is the Vice President of Customer Experience for Finnair. We discussed some of the adjustments that the Nordic airline has made to their in-flight strategy in order to go more contactless and comply with some of the new regulations that have been introduced in Europe over the last year under the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's get into our discussion with Tina Tassari, Vice President of Customer Experience for Finnair. So Tina, first, can you give our audience a brief introduction to your role with Finnair and some background about your career and how you became the Vice President of Customer Experience and Products at Finnair? Hello, and thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity. I joined Finnair and the airline industry a bit more than two years ago, and uh, now I can say I obviously couldn't imagine what's ahead of me. Um, before uh, Finner, I had quite a versatile career uh, with uh, more than 15 years in big technology companies, but I've also worked as an entrepreneur. At Finner, my first role was to lead the ancillary business. Uh, then the role expanded to cover also digital sales and marketing. And um, since September, my mission has been to offer our customers the most enjoyable experience during their Finnair journey. And certainly the pandemic has had its impact on my daily work as well. When developing the customer in the, in, uh, experience, maybe a couple of things that we are currently focusing on. Uh, the focus is really on, uh, or I would like to highlight two key things that, uh, that we pay very much attention to. The first, first one is uh, customer choice, developing customer choice. And the second one is simplicity. And what I mean with these two is that um, we really want to develop an experience where the customer, him or herself, can choose what kind of experience they want to have. Is the most important thing for them the cabin or seat comfort. For someone, it may be a good meal. Or for a third one, it may be a speedy process to, uh, through the airport. So we really want to cater for the different needs of the different customers and situations. And with simplicity, uh, I mean that uh, we want to reduce any unnecessary complexity of the journey and make things simple for the customer. 
in each and every step of the journey. And that's certainly a, a interesting uh, kind of segue maybe to my next question I wanted to start it out with is that, you know, Finnair, like all other airlines, has been tremendously impacted by COVID-19 over the last year um, and still experiencing some of that. You know, from your role and what you described is what you lead for the customer experience team there. You know, what's been the biggest changes that you've experienced from COVID? Uh, you know, what has that led to in terms of providing the overall customer experience? Well, throughout the COVID uh, times, our number one priority has certainly been uh, to protect the health and safety of the customers as well as our employees. And uh, the regulations and recommendations have certainly imposed many changes. And the challenge has been uh, that, the, uh, that they've been constantly changing. So we've kind of been in a constant replanning mode uh, throughout the past year. Uh, regarding the concrete changes we've done, uh, we have, uh, for example, further intensified the cleaning and disinfection of the cabin. Uh, we've also made changes to our in-flight concepts to limit the contacts on board. We've added flexibility and extra insurance to our tickets to mitigate the impacts of the uncertainty. And uh, also we've changed our processes at the airport to align with the different kinds of regulations and uh, restrictions. And unfortunately, we've also had to temporarily close down some services due to the health and safety reasons, like the wire board service uh, has been temporary, temporarily discontinued. And uh, regret to say that our beautiful lounge that we just uh, opened after renovation before COVID uh, was closed very soon, uh, very soon after the reopening uh, when the COVID hit us. Interesting. Now, a couple of things I have to follow up on there. You mentioned that you try to limit contact in flight for the, for the passengers in flight. Now, how, how have you gone about doing that? What, what are some steps you've taken to do that? Well, uh, for example, the buy on board uh, discontinuation is one of the uh, one of the examples uh, we are doing uh, doing uh, related to that. Also, the kind of movement within the cabin has been restricted uh, because of uh, of that. So those are a couple of examples. And you mentioned a, a very nice lounge you were planning to to open up. Now, what's what's the deal with that? What what uh, airport was that at? That's in Helsinki Airport. Airport, and we did actually open it for a short while before we had to close it. Oh, okay, I see. And yeah. so, and what what about any new regulations or regulatory policies that you've had to adjust the customer experience to? Uh, you know, either at, in your airports or on board. You know, any new regulations that you've had to adjust to because of COVID-19? Sure. I think that the biggest ones have been the pre-testing uh, requirements or all kind of uh, the, uh, uh, the regulations of different countries to have uh, a, docu a testing document and so forth. I think those are the biggest ones, uh, biggest ones that, uh, that we've adjusted to. And then, of course, the the kind of uh, requiring customers to wear masks uh, both at the airport and in flight uh, based on the recommendation of the health authorities. And what's that been like, just, you know, the, the, the mask rule? Is that still something that 
is being enforced at at Finair? Because uh, I know that you know a lot of people think that since the the vaccines are out now, uh, maybe that's going to go away eventually. But what's the status on mask wearing there at Finair right now? We are still uh, requiring masks for our customers. Yeah, that's still the still the policy. Maybe yeah. Yeah, just uh, wanted to maybe. Uh, maybe also highlight that uh, in the middle of these challenges, uh, there are two things that have, been, have made me especially happy, uh, which are, first of all, the feedback from our customers, and then secondly, the tremendous teamwork of the whole Finner team uh, throughout the times. Uh, we use NPS as the main uh, KPI of the customer experience, and um, it has actually been record high during the past year again hitting uh, a new record, which is 57 in March. And that's, that has been really kind of uh, given us confidence that we are focusing on the essential and doing many things right in these very uncertain and challenging, almost sometimes even chaotic uh, circumstances. And, uh, and uh, the other thing is really the collaboration of the FINA team. I think that the old wisdom, how crisis pulled teams even tighter together has, has really kind of uh, come true in the recent uh, year and months. And um, I must say, I feel really privileged to work in a company where customer experience is not a business of some customer experience department, but it's uh, really a priority truly shared across the organization. So those have been uh, really kind of uh, positive elements uh, in the middle of all these challenges that I wanted to highlight. You know, you do raise an interesting point. I do want to ask about the net promoter score. But before we get to that, just about the passenger experience division there, is that a newer, you know, role and kind of uh, division at Finnair and other airlines? Or has that uh, been a kind of standard role? Because, you know, I've noticed that there are more uh, customer experience and passenger experience roles within airlines now, but is do you see that as a newer role for for most airlines? Uh, at Peter, it's at least not a very new one. We've had it for for quite many years now. Uh, so, um, but I do recognize that uh, companies, including airlines, are paying more attention to a consistent consistent kind of management of the customer experience, which may have been a bit more kind of uh, scattered and fragmented uh, before the current times when when uh, when it's taken as a kind of conscious theme <laughs> in the organization. And about the net, com- net promoter score, now, how do you go about measuring that? I mean, do, do you, you know, obviously maybe do some passenger surveys and, and follow-ups on trips that passengers experience, but how does Finnair measure the net promoter score? It's indeed, as you suggested, that we do have uh, this customer voice survey uh, survey uh, that we are sending out and, uh, and uh, measuring the MBS via the survey. So, in, you know, 
My experience, I've covered Finnair um, actually a couple of times over the years. Uh, first in 2016 with an interview about some modifications that were going on with your uh, cabins and cabin IFE systems. Uh, and you all have been well known for your mobile application as well. I wanted to ask about that mobile app. You know, have you made any changes to the in-flight or trip planning aspects of the app recently, especially amid COVID-19? Well, as our app is uh, indeed designed to be the travel companion of the customer and uh, the tool to make the journey as smooth as possible, it has been an important uh, tool also during the pandemic. Um, we have, for example, integrated the health and safety related information into the app. Also, we've added support for the airport experience like the, for example, the customers can check the security waiting times at the Helsinki airport from the app. And also we've in, uh, we enable contact to our customer services via the chat in app, which has been really important uh, at the times when there's a lot of, uh, kind of extra, uh, extra things to consider in the journey. So those are some of the examples. Interesting. And what about any, so we did talk a little bit about the contactless, uh, you know, experience that you are trying to introduce on board, especially with, um, you know, reducing the buy on board. But what about just any new digital technologies? I mean, you mentioned you changed the airport experience a little bit. Um, any new digital technologies that you've adopted recently to enhance the Finner customer experience? Yeah, uh, our efforts have been, for example, related to the COVID, um, COVID situation and uh, some of the biggest efforts related to the situation we are, uh, we are in, uh, for example, the handling of refunds. So Finner has been paying back some four, 460 million euros as refunds uh, due to the changes in the travel, uh, travel schedules because of the pandemic. And... Uh, that would not have been possible in a timely manner without the robots that uh, we have uh, developed uh, during the time to speed up the process. So that's one example. Maybe the other example is, is for example, uh, is the digital self-service that has also proven even more valuable than it used to be uh, in the times when customers' travel plans are changing so many times. Uh, so uh, the enhanced use of managed booking service has really helped uh, during the pandemic. And uh, maybe one example here is also the chatbot uh, that we have trained uh, or and are con constantly training uh, to manage new types of customer questions and situations. And that has really proven to be an important help and support uh, for the personal customer service in dealing with the different kinds of customer inquiries. And is this like a chat bot that you would see on the Finnair website, maybe if you have a question about changing your flight or through the mobile app or kind of a combination of those? Yeah, it's, it's both, yeah. It started from the thinner.com website and uh, and uh, it's expanded to the app as well. 
and, and let's just back up for a minute. Now, you mentioned you developed some bots that w- are helping you uh, with with refunds, passenger refunds. Can you just expand a little bit on that? That that's in- that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's related to the um, travel restrictions and uh, and the and the changes to the due to the COVID, uh, uh, and uh, we've had to like all the airlines have had to cancel flights because of the changing uh, restrictions and so forth. And uh, we have kind of uh, automized the refund handling uh, with the robots to speed up the process as there was quite a pile, especially about a year ago when the crisis started. Interesting. And and now these are, you know, web-based computerized robots that that kind of speed up that process for Finnair? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And now, so, um, of course, you know, our favorite topic to interview, uh, especially airlines like Finnair about is in-flight internet and kind of the status of the in-flight internet for your fleet. So can we just start out, you know, I haven't covered the um, kind of type of internet that Finnair is using on its different aircraft, you know, fleet types and, and aircraft types in a while. You know, what type of internet service do you currently have deployed at Finnair? Uh, well, first of all, it's our entire Airbus fleet, both the wide and narrow bodies that are connected. And uh, we really focus on delivering a consistent experience across this fleet and uh, have kind of built our own digital ecosystem, which is vendor and system agnostic. And we do sell internet uh, both on board, but also before the journey in the booking and check-in. And the customers can use the connectivity uh, in in that uh, fleet pretty much the same way as they can at home or at the office. And in addition, uh, they can enjoy some uh, services and content uh, provided by Finner, like uh, digital newspapers, uh, uh, pre-order shopping and the real-time map uh, of the journey. And so now... You have internet deployed across your entire fleet. What type of internet service are you using? And you said that passengers are able to stream. So you, so it is fast enough to support in-flight streaming. Yes, yes, it is. For those flights uh, where we don't have uh, dedicated entertainment systems, uh, streaming is, is really a popular uh, service. And just to... Um, comment on the entire fleet. So we have it in our entire Airbus fleet, but not in the ATRs and Embraers. Okay, so not the short haul fleet, only the the long haul. Okay, got it. And now, what are some of the more popular internet services that passengers are using right now? Um, You know, have you developed any innovations around, you know, just the in-flight internet, maybe applications or the entertainment and content that you've been able to introduce recently? Yeah, the most popular services uh, with the connectivity are uh, very similar than the ones uh, we are all using at the at home or at the office. So uh, watching or listening to news, the um, browsing social media, uh, reading emails. So they are really popular uh, as well as different messaging services. 
Uh, and then I also uh, already mentioned the uh, streaming in case of um, uh, there's no dedicated entertainment device. Um, then thinking about the innovations, uh, maybe a couple worth mentioning. Um, first of all, we are piloting advertisements uh, in return for free internet access in our fleet. And uh, another example would be that we are offering customers an option to make their onboard uh, drink and snack uh, buying by pairing their device with the entertainment screen. So these are uh, some of the new things we have been working on. I see. Now that's interesting. So you're looking at allowing customers to essentially use your mobile app or, or the in-flight Wi-Fi to order drinks and services instead of the usual way, which would just be, uh, you know, the flight attendant coming by and physically asking you, kind of digitally changing that experience. Indeed, yeah. Okay, and so so you but you are introducing some some newer uh, innovations and services that that is interesting to hear um, the in-flight advertisements in, in exchange for free internet. Now, how would that work? Are you saying so? You are maybe partnering with companies that can put advertisements into your screens or your portals, and then uh, based off of that revenue, you can offer the service for free to passengers. Yes, that's indeed how it's working, uh, except that it's not ourselves who are who are kind of uh, connecting or partnering with the advertisers, but it's our uh, connectivity provider who is doing that. Yeah. And then, you know, so for the remainder of 2021, obviously, we're kind of in a, a period of uncertainty right now where I think, you know, there's definitely pent up demand for passengers who want to travel. I know I haven't been to Europe myself in the, uh, since 2019 and would, would love to get back. Are there any just new projects or initiatives that Finnair is focusing on around your customer experience for the remainder of 2021 that you can share with our audience? Yeah, I would say that uh, since the first shock uh, when the pandemic started, uh, we've had uh, two key priorities. Um, Firstly, managing through the crisis as well as possible, but also uh, very much focused on developing an even better experience for the time when we transition to the new normal. And as I mentioned in the beginning, in the development towards the new normal, we, we really focus on two key themes, uh, the customer choice and the frictionless journey. We really we really want to put the customer increasingly in the center and let the customer choose what kind of experience they want. Of course, we offer a quality core experience for each and every customer, but on top of that, customers can personalize the, uh, their journey on top of the core experience. And uh, we're going to implement that in the form of uh, renewing our ticket types but also as extra services on top of the ticket. Uh, the introduction of one-way pricing in the beginning of the year is one significant step uh, in increasing the customer choice. Then the frictionless journey is another key theme we focus in our development. I think that COVID has made uh, traveling more complex and our job is really to remove any extra complexity for our customers. 
hence, we are working on uh, an end-to-end -end customer experience that is digital, uh, transparent, and predictable. Uh, we have a saying that we want to develop an experience that is stunningly simple and effortless for the customers. And maybe a third theme uh, I would like to highlight is that uh, by focusing on, on the essential that the customers truly value and doing that really well, uh, we are also contributing the, to the challenge that is even more fundamental than the current COVID crisis, which is the climate change. So sustainability will be even more tightly integrated driver in everything we do also in the customer experience area. And you mentioned making the passenger experience more frictionless. Um, are there any maybe points within the passenger journey currently, even maybe from you know pre-COVID-19 times that uh, you think are particularly friction um, or pre present friction for passengers? Are there any you know kind of key points within the travel experience either at the airport or, or on board that you're particularly focused on? Uh, if we think about the time before uh, kind of uh, before COVID or independently of COVID, I think the uh, kind of um, obvious example that comes to mind is the situation is the situation when there's a, a disruption. When, for example, a customer misses a connection or a flight is delayed, uh, that often causes extra complexity and friction to the journey that we want to kind of uh, remove and make as smooth as possible. And then if we think about the COVID times, I think the uh, obvious example here would be the, the kind of um, need for the different uh, travel, travel restrictions and uh, rules and uh, knowing what is required to enter to which country and so forth and making that information as easily available as possible. Well, Tina, Vice President of Customer Experience and uh, Products at Finnair, I want to say thanks for coming on the podcast today. I think we learned a lot from a you know airline expertise perspective. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. So that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, please subscribe to us on Apple's podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Woodrow Bellamy III. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast.